Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. The Mind Aware Show 45. Hey there, brain trainers. This is Dana Wild, and welcome to the Mind Aware Show where you discover the best advice on mindset, wealth, and more. Start your day with the mind aware, and now you're ready to kick it up a notch. Hello, everyone. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show, and welcome. I have such an exciting, fun treat, because most of you know the person that I'm going to be interviewing today, Monica Ramos, and most of you know her as the Facebook social media guru out there, but many of you aren't aware that she actually is also a brain personality connections specialist. She has extensive knowledge about the quadrants of the brain, how they affect your life, how they affect your outcomes, how they affect the way you walk in the world. And I thought, wouldn't it be fun to really bring her on and have her talk about something outside of Facebook. <laughs> we'll have to be back for a different time, Monica, on Facebook, but really dig into this topic and see how we can help people use this to their advantage. So hi, Monica. Hi, Dana. How's it going? Really good. It's so great to have you here, and I'm so excited to talk about this. So let's start by having you explain the concept. Tell me a little bit about this idea of us having different quadrants of the brain that we act on. I like to call them your natural leads, and it's all based in science. It's all biological. So we have basically just a natural tendency that we lead with. It's almost like you're right-handed versus left-handed, or if you were to take some time right now, everybody could take the time to fold your arms just across your chest, you know, like you're upset <laughs> or you're waiting. You go, you do it naturally in a certain way. So if you try to fold them the other way with the arms in the different direction, you could do it. You just really have to think about it, and it takes a while. It's not as natural as just your natural position. Same thing with you always start with a certain foot when you get dressed, pant leg, or when you, when you cross your hands, uh, you link your hands together like, um, like you're praying, but, you know, crossing them over. One thumb is generally on top versus the other, but you could relink your fingers and make it the other way. takes a little bit more effort, but it can be done. So same way, kind of, that's a good concept. I usually like to introduce it, but your brain has a natural lead that you just do, it's just something you're naturally good at. Things that you could do, everybody could do if they learn, you know, and they practice, we could do them. But there's certain things that you just do naturally well, and you do them faster and more efficiently than other people, and it's not anything that you have to uh, really expend a lot of energy with. And we're actually talking about glucose expenditure in the brain. So there's certain things you do that expend more glucose and others that don't expend as much because they just come naturally to you. And I help people discover what that is naturally. In the long run, what that helps people do is live less stressful lives, live longer lives, live healthier lives, not get as many diseases because they're living in their natural state, working and doing and playing and loving and all of that. It's hard because a lot of people go, well, I've taken these personality tests. I've done, you know, the Myers-Briggs and the DISC personality and there's so many out there. 
And what happens is there's a lot of things that come into play that make you think. I was one who always found myself kind of a little bit of everywhere. Well, I'm this and that. Like there was never one extreme. And it wasn't until I realized that I do have a natural lead, a natural tendency of my personality, but because of other factors like uh, male brain versus female brain, left, right, introversion, extroversion, you know, are you more introverted, more extroverted? Are you firstborn, middle child? There's all these other factors, how you were raised, your culture, uh, you know, nature versus nurture that play into that. Um, your communication style preference, if you're a visual learner, or you like auditory communicator, all of that comes into play and makes you think I'm a leader. I think I'm analytical, but that's because I'm firstborn and because my mother raised me that way. And so I've always done that, but naturally it's not who I am. Mm -hmm. So if I go into a position where that's the kind of work that I do in the long run, that's not really healthy for me because that's, that's expending too much glucose in the brain and doing too much work. So I help people discover that. and, And then, you know, we get into coaching and then we talk about all of the other things that play into why you think this is who you are and let's discover who you really are and embrace it and and learn to work with it. Right, right. I totally get it. And I like all those examples that you gave. It makes total sense that it's like everything's a little piece of the puzzle and we learn all these different things about ourselves. But at the end of the day, it sounds to me like you're talking about almost like natural gifts, natural leads, but that it's science and biological based. It's actually in the brain that you have a natural tendency. It's kind of funny because when you're talking, I could feel in myself there's part of maybe this is just me or maybe it's the culture, the natural tendency to want to say, oh, well, is there some way I should balance that out or should I fix it so I'm more equal? And it kind of cracks me up as you continue to talk to think like, no, it's just the opposite. It's like you never have to learn all that other stuff. You get to just be who you are in the world and lean on your natural tendency and lean on your natural gifts. And what a relief to think that that is a better way to walk in the world. I love that. Yeah, you're much happier, too. Yeah, and it's easier. Like, that's what we know we're all about that at the Mind Aware. Like, the (laughs) easier, the better. We're all for that. So short of hiring you as a coach and taking a test with you, is there any way that the average person listening can start to identify some basic generalities? Is there some generality you can give that would help people start to understand this a little bit more concretely in themselves? There's different. So the frontal right, I'll start with that because that's me. (laughs) It's also known as the anterior right. Um, That's more like the innovator personality. So they're the dreamer. They see the big picture, but they get bogged down with the details, which is the diagonal opposite, which is the rear left, (laughs) the posterior left. Um, That's more, you know, the detailed oriented person, kind of like the coordinator, very analytical, very in order, likes to keep, you know, the bookkeeper, that kind of thing. And then we've got the the CEO personality, you know, the, the person in control, that's the frontal left. And then diagonal to that, this is your caregiver, you know, the person who's really concerned about pleasing, very warm, very in touch with emotions. And that's usually what leads uh, decisions and what makes them feel better. So there's all these different personalities. Now, we have 
we use all parts of our brain, you know, the, the right brain, left brain, that's, that's a myth. That's not true that you only use one side or people are more left than they are right. We use our whole brain, but there's certain operations in the brain that take place specifically in certain hemispheres and quadrants. And so there have been studies that have been done where they do, um, you know, PET scans and, and these um, imaging technology now that we have where they can really see the actual expenditure and what happens in the brain uh, when certain people doing the same activities they actually work harder than others and others just a lot easier. And it's just that's your natural lead. So there's a whole bunch of personality things that we see right at birth, too. As a child, if you could go back to remember as a child or if you're a parent, you have children, you can see my child likes everything in order or likes to color coordinate things or maybe they don't like their food touching. All these little things that are kind of clues to kind of tell you who you are naturally before the world really takes a hold of you. It's nice to kind of go back and, and realize I think that really must be who I am if that's who I was before the world got a hold of me, <laughs> you know, naturally. So maybe a good exercise would be to talk to somebody, either a parent, if you have a parent that's alive and can talk about this, or somebody who knew you as a child, and maybe learn about yourself a little bit. Everybody knows that kid who's the dreamy kid who's daydreaming, or the kid who's the boss of the neighborhood, or, right, the kid who's lining stuff up, and maybe that's a good place to start. Yeah, it is. Sometimes I, I, I'll look back on my adult life and think, yeah, that's me, that's me. But if I really, really go back to a time before stress, you know, and before the world got to you, there were certain things I enjoyed and certain things I just did. And I've kind of got away from that. And sometimes, believe it or not, I'm a very introverted person. A lot of people are surprised to hear that. Introversion actually has to do, introversion, extroversion has to do with the amount of stimuli the brain can take. And what makes it um, active and happy versus sleepy and more, you know, standoffish, the brain can only handle so much. So if you're an introverted uh, person, you just can't take a lot of external stimuli because you've got a lot going on inside to keep yourself happy. Whereas an extrovert needs that external stimuli to keep the brain awake because there's just that's what feeds it. That's what makes it happy. So, for example, my husband, he's not very um He's not. A, I wouldn't say he's a people person, but I know his brain is an extroverted brain because he's always got to have a podcast on or music on. He can't have it quiet. I mean, he's got to have noise around. So little things like that, you know, you can tell when you're stressed or you're going through a tough time or just difficult patch in your life. You'll see that you'll tend to go on the other end of the spectrum. You'll either become more extroverted or more introverted. Wow. And that's usually an indication that maybe something's not right and I need to figure out what I'm doing wrong to get back to my true identity here and who I really am and who I was as a child. It's so interesting, and I love it because it's such a great explanation about the way introverts think. People are often surprised to hear I'm an introvert as well because I can manage okay socially and I like people. I mean, I like people. And so they're like, it just seems weird that you're an introvert, but now mm -hmm. that you explain it that way, it totally makes sense. If you've got enough noise in your own head <laughs> to keep you busy. <laughs> oh, that may have come out wrong, but... <laughs> I've got all those, other, all those other personalities and voices in my mind already doing all that chatter, right? That's <laughs> good. Awesome. This is Dana Wild with the Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Monica Ramos from MonicaRamos.tv. You know her 
as a Facebook guru, you know her as the queen of blab, but guess what? We're showing you a new side of Monica. We're talking about the brain. She is a brain personality connections specialist, and we're really getting some interesting stuff here. I'm going to take a quick break, and when I come back, I'm going to ask for Monica about some applications in the real world, how you can act more naturally from your true natural leads and your natural self. We'll be right back. Have you checked out The Mind Aware on Facebook at facebook.com slash themindaware? Discover daily mantras, inspiration, the latest brain information, and exclusive training on mindset, wealth, health, and more. That's facebook.com slash themindaware. Let's connect and kick your life up a notch. Hi, this is Dana Wild with The Mind Aware Show. I'm talking to Monica Ramos from monicaramos.tv. You've seen her all over Blab, blab blab.im, but you know what? Besides being an expert on Facebook and social media and Blab, she's also a brain coach, a brain personality connection specialist. And so we're talking a lot, uh, very interesting stuff about what are our natural tendencies. And I love what we've been discussing so far. Sometimes I think we tend to think things are naturally us just because we've gotten good at them. We've gotten good from a survival tactic. Oh, this is how I can run my business if I'm organized. It makes it so much easier. But maybe that's not our natural tendency. Maybe we've just learned how to do those things. And so Monica's talking about science and biological based tendencies. What are your natural tendencies? We do it all the time and we aren't even aware of it. How we put our pants on in the morning, how we cross our arms, how we cross and thread our fingers. Well, how can we take these natural tendencies and live them out in the real world? And so, Monica, let's talk about that. Let's say I look at these four that you've talked about, kind of the four quadrants of the brain, being an innovator or a dreamer, or being a CEO leader type, or being the detail-oriented type, or being the more nurturing caregiver type. When I I look at those four types, what kinds of things can I do to act more from my own tendency? So let's take, for example, the posterior right, which is more like the caretaker. That's your, your brain quadrant dominance there. So this person would be, you know, just a natural, maybe in tune with nature, uh, loving animals, likes being with people. Uh, so all these things, you know, make a person feel good. So if they're in an environment that nurtures that, they feel better. So, you know, maybe in school they really excelled at music or drama, uh, you know, doing maybe like home ec, things that involved, you know, that warm, homey feel, something that makes people feel good. And so that you need, if you know these things, you can then try to Put yourself in situations that feed that, but I don't think, or that nurture that, but I don't think that you should avoid other situations that maybe that's not your strong suit. So, like, good career choices would be, you know, counseling, nursing, child care, some volunteer activities, things like that. But if this is not your strong suit and you wanted to kind of work on that, you can also do things. I'm not saying that it's bad to work outside your quadrant. It's actually pretty good because you want to exercise the brain. So, you know, playing games just for fun, if that's not something you you normally want to do, do it and try it. It's almost like trying to write with your left hand if your right hand just don't do it all of the time so what I try to help people do is say well why are you in this career or why are you in this situation or why is it you do this every day because you think that's the way you're supposed to be maybe that's the way you raised or you're always taught over time 
working or living outside of your natural quadrant tends to take a toll on the body. But every once in a while, it's nice to do some of those things to kind of exercise the brain, you know, and get it going in different directions. So someone who's more introverted or is not very comfortable in crowds, it would be okay to take a debate class, but maybe not do a career where you're talking publicly. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you could do these things to kind of exercise your brain, to give it a little bit of that part that it's not used to so that it kind of stays fit, is what I like to say, keep your brain fit. But in the long run, you want to do things that nurture your brain lead, your natural brain lead. And when you discover what those are, and actually sometimes it's um, it's funny because your opposite is your diagonal quadrant, is your complete opposite. Some people are like, think, oh God, I've been living in that opposite this long, but it's because of this other thing. It has nothing to do with me naturally. And so <laughs> people end up marrying their opposites because, and those marriages end up working and lasting longer because they are productive. They're kind of like in sync with each other. One picks up the slack where the other one can't handle it. And the other one excels at that. And so they work together. And this is really good for business owners when you're creating teams and stuff to de- figure out who can pick up the slack where you're maybe just not naturally gifted. And they're happy doing what they do. You're happy doing what you do. And you're both doing things at an optimal level, feeling better, and probably being a lot more successful that way. So interesting. Isn't this fun? It's so fascinating. I really, really love it. And I can see everything you're talking about and people partnering. It's that whole opposites attract thing. And the idea that you can act from your natural tendencies, but the adventure of life, the excitement of life is being able to go out there and try new things. I just love it. Monica, is there any parting shot you want to give everybody? Yeah, I just want people to really just embrace who you are, whether you're taking a personality test or you're working with a coach or, you know, you go online and you figure out something and don't try to be what you're not, you know, do what makes you happy and just embrace it, kind of just embrace who you are. And it's something I hope that we can carry on with the new generations and teach people that we don't have to be a certain way. There's no right way. There's just the way you are. We're all different. It's we're all beautiful in that way, and we, if we can embrace who we are and learn to accept everyone the way they are, we'll be a lot happier, we'll live longer, we'll be more in harmony, and there's no right or wrong way to be. There's just the way you are, and that's okay. Beautiful. I just love it. Thank you, Monica, for being here. This was so fun. Thank you. I appreciate it. This is fun, too, for me. Awesome thoughts. Well, and thank you, everybody, for being here. We can't do it without you. And isn't this interesting to think that you have natural tendencies, natural ways of being in the world? And wouldn't it be fun, instead of trying to always be the other way, trying to figure out the way we're lacking and try to force ourselves into new behaviors, isn't it a great idea to think, hey, I am just who I am. I'm going to work with my strengths. I'm going to go with my natural leads, my natural tendencies. We can all embrace who we are and we can do it right now. You can start today. As soon as you're done listening to this, take your own natural gifts, your own natural tendencies, whether you're the organized person or the caregiver or the CEO type or the innovator, it makes no difference. It's all special and it's all awesome and it's all you. And you can go out and do it right now. And we will see you next time on the Mind Aware Show. Mother's Day is almost here, 
and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.